Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of the Weekly Zeitgeist. Uh, these are some of our favorite segments from this week, all edited together into one uh, nonstop infotainment laugh extravaganza. Uh, yeah. So, without further ado, here is the Weekly Zeitgeist. Uh, well, we speaking of the bro cycle, uh, we are thrilled to nice. be joined in our <laughs> third go. seat by the brilliant, the talented, the hilarious Brody Reed. Hey, What's hey, up, hey. fellas? What's Good up, to be man? back in the bro chair. Um, <laughs> the bro it's me, Brody Reed, aka the bro chair. <laughs> Fly away on my pepper. I've tasted more than cheddar. That's a- <laughs> <laughs> you guys like that song? That oh beautiful. hell yeah! Yeah yeah. All right, CPK man, we're we're here. We're here. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to be here. Don't listen to Miles, everyone. Don't get the vax. Definitely yeah. get the vax. Just get the yeah. first one. <laughs> <laughs> it, you don't have to dude, get the second forget. one. Skip the, that was that's when it gets uh-uh, weird, dude. It hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how many people I've actually had to convince to get vaccinated yeah, yeah. me too um i am friends with like a bunch all of my close friends are just like hella old people they come over we play cards and we um play chess and they tell me about uh the tuskegee experiments and stuff like that right and, you know i have <laughs> to show them um you know a powerpoint <laughs> um every You're single like, time I get that. okay that's fair that's fair that's fair that's yeah fair. and i'm gonna I start off to... by saying that's fair which is <laughs> <laughs> absolutely so i've had to convince people in my life to get first shot second shots third shots yeah exactly um saying. but they're getting them <laughs> i'm holding them down i'm i'm putting them in their arms i yeah. got i got a friend to to get vaccinated because i said we wouldn't be able to go to a laker game oh uh-huh and he yeah. was like oh for real he's like <laughs> oh okay yeah i should probably get that then they and I was like, you oh, my God, bleeds only <laughs> I couldn't. But I got real mad. Like, I didn't tell him. But I was like, the fuck, bro? I, it wasn't everything else. It was merely the thought of you getting embarrassed, walking into Staples Center when they're like, you've been vaccinated, my man. And you're like, huh? and was like, that friend LeBron go. James, by the way, because he doesn't <laughs> seem to want to get vaccinated. Yeah, I, which but. I understand because he does seem to be the only indestructible human being on the planet. But still, mm-hmm. man, you could be passing that shit around. Right. I, I mean, understand I get it, it from like a comic book level, but not yes, a, yes, I'm in yes, reality yes. based level like, where you still yeah. a human, LeBron. They said I can't go to anime conventions anymore unless I get it. So I yeah. decided to get it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. We were also talking before we recorded about the... Uh, the difficulties socially of emerging back into uh, <laughs> the world. It's its not easy. It's never been easy for me. I, mm. I worked from home for four years just in a kitchen where uh, my wife was uh, going to medical school, so I barely saw her. Uh, <laughs> and then we moved to L.A. from Columbia, Missouri, and I didn't know how to talk to people anymore. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't even like be in a public setting. It was wild. I mean, some people you would argue that you still don't know how to talk to people. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why is he only looking at my shoes? Uh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, be, be patient with yourselves, everyone. Yeah. We're all we're all going to be a little awkward here at first. Yeah, We had to literally change full on our way of life rapidly. So, yeah, yeah it's going to it'll take a minute to thaw. Yeah, start yeah. off simple. Get some, um, have some like board game parties before you have full blown parties. You know, play some right. apples yeah. to apples or something. Yeah, like stuff. Yeah, you want to prevent like people getting so fucked up they start getting emotional phase of partying. <laughs> like that's like about a month in for me. I'm gonna be yeah. like, yo, yo, we're not. No, no, we're not drinking like that. We're not drinking like that. No, we are <laughs> at a pool party right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're chilling. Right. We're chilling. We're no we'll crying in up. the pool. <laughs> I'm my turn up schedule has me turning up in about six weeks. So. Yeah. Yeah, that. people experiencing social anxiety for the first time, like that <laughs> that will make you drink too fast. Do not uh don't do that cuz you're like, "Oh, I got to got to get as many of these in mm-hmm. in the old uh body." I'm going to have my first house party is going to be strictly Martinelli's, no alcoholic beverages, <laughs> yep. just hey, fake champagne. Low sodium food, <laughs> yeah. just very, you know, like let's keep carrots, you know. Straight and narrow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> I drank so much apple juice when I was a kid, and like now, when I taste apple juice, it's it's like fucking maple syrup. That is like the <laughs> thickest, sweetest shit. Um, yeah, it truly is not healthy. Yeah, 
for that much sugar to be in a child's body. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. But for whatever reason, that was like the thing like my mom thought, because, you know, my mom only yeah. like I think from her perspective as a Japanese immigrant was like sodas are bad. You yeah. Know what I mean? So you're not drinking soda. But this glass bottle yeah. that is all sugar. Yeah. 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 Just been down those because I would like at a certain point, I really could not get off Martinelli's apple juice. Yeah. yeah. Cause like oh, I was just, sure. it, it's a sippable yeah. drink. It's strictly yeah. sipping. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. I, then I got like, as I got older, I would drink the whole apple shaped bottle and then my mom would get mad at me. And then it, this is when, you know, she was trying to change me, but the sugar <laughs> fucking already had me. Yeah. No, our, like, I feel like our whole generation was just like juice was a health food, no matter right. what. And yeah, it's just like, no, juice? that's, that's mm-hmm. just straight up Capri sugar. Suns. Yeah. yeah. Remember that Capri. girl, Alex Mack? Yep. It was on the news. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was on Nick News. <laughs> uh, yeah, totally. Get that, because I'm your age. What is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Okay, yeah, so this this needs a little bit of setup. I'll ask you guys, how familiar are you with Sonic the Hedgehog fan art? Oh, fan art? Yeah, mm. like the fan art community around the video game character Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, I'm familiar enough with the franchise where when I've encountered fan art, it kind of makes sense. But I don't know if I could call out specific pieces of fan art. Or maybe I right. could if I saw because, I don't know, We see, I, I see so much internet all the time that yes. I'm, I'd say 50% chance I know what we're talking about. Okay, yeah. I mean, I would say that there's- I'm a, a collector, but go ahead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> over, <laughs> overleveraged on Sonic fan art NFTs. You have a lot of NFTs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, yes. Sonic the Hedgehog fan art. It has a robust community and and you know like there's the the typical kind of like fan art genres that you might expect you know like uh you know sonic as avatar the last airbender and Mm, you know and but then of course you get into the you get into the erotic sonic with a you know Huge veiny crank giving it to Luigi. Things like <laughs> oh, giving it to Luigi. Go on. Yeah. So you okay. know what what you would expect. But I'm then, intrigued. So yeah. and the the but the genres get even more specific. There is a a robust and thriving community of Christian Sonic fan art people. So it's like Sonic weeping at the foot of the cross. Oh my god. Yep. Uh, you know, Sonic reading Bible verses, but they'll awkwardly insert other Sonic the Sonic characters, <laughs> so it'll be like, "No one comes to the Father but through me." Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that exists, right? Oh shit! Okay. And the the, the one <laughs> I found out about this week was there is Sonic on his deathbed fan art. So it is like Sonic in the hospital on on life support and then like tails weeping at his bedside and there oh, and it's not just one person did this many people have done this yeah. uh, and it's all it's most of it's done in ms paint and it's like i don't know where it comes from it's like he's why, intubated yeah what does yeah, it's bad based what on, about uh, this speaks what to people at. what <laughs> that's so great so <laughs> i have i have now googled sonic sonic fan art deathbed yeah, Mario yeah. looks so sad in this uh the top result for Sonic's deathbed. Yeah, and you'd think he'd be like, man, fuck that. Like you'd think he'd be kicking the plug out of his like life support machine. You would think so. He's a, he's Nintendo all day. He's like, man, fuck Sega's. Absolutely. Ass this guy razzed me in commercials in the nineties. He beat mm-hmm, me in right. the Olympics. Mm-hmm. But it's you know, when it feels like the easy Dr. Dre thing. When when Easy was on his deathbed, Dre came through and was like, "Look, man, like let's put all that shit behind us." I feel like Mario is uh, yeah. Dre in this in this situation. Oh, wow. He's like, okay. "We're you know we we had our differences, but we are the same deep down." And I seeing you uh, dying here is is a little too close for home. It's it's right. making me think about my own mortality. Uh, oh. And also, Luigi clearly injected you with whatever's killing you. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Feel bad uh, about that. Too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no hard feelings, man. <laughs> what is something you think is overrated, Jordan? About once a year, I I forget that I hate Starbucks blended drinks. <laughs> <laughs> and I get a Starbucks blended drink yeah. because mm. it's time for a treat. Yeah. You so know? You <laughs> and, I, and I get it. Because you know the, the it looks good on the menu, yeah, sound, they really 
Good photography for those God, drinks. Very good photography. <laughs> yeah, geez, if you've ever seen one of those Starbucks breakfast sandwiches in person versus the menu. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know. The sous vide egg bites. Like, yes. and you're like, oh, wow. And you're like, are these pencil erasers that are just greasy? <laughs> but they taste good. So yeah. Yeah, that's why I, I was going to say the same thing about the breakfast sandwiches. The the sausage, cheddar, uh, egg breakfast sandwich looks like shit. It looks like shit. And Absolutely. even like parts of it are uh, hard that shouldn't be hard. Oh, yeah. And it's yet microwave like, to fuck. I've never had one that I didn't enjoy like 80 percent of the sandwich for some reason. They just they have. I think whatever chemicals they put think in because there if you, agree to the... With if you're getting a bread. Starbucks breakfast sandwich, it's because you're so out your mind hungry. Yes, that's yeah. also and true. And that's why. It's just <laughs> yeah. because it's relative to your hunger. Because I'm never checking for a Starbucks yeah. breakfast. I'm doing that because I'm like, fuck. Yeah. What has something that resembles breakfast? It's like, I'm at the I'm, airport and I'm mad. I need right. something. Gatorade right, exactly. tastes better when you're running a marathon. That's like the equivalent, <laughs> of like the brand, the trick my brain is playing. Wait, so on what's it. your, so what, how, what's your experience like with the blended drinks? Like in your mind, what's it going to be? And it always ends up being another. It's like it sounds like me with cotton or uh, candy corn. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean that's a great, uh, that's a great analogy. That thing that like one, one bite or one sip of it is a lot of fun, and then the fifth bite, you're like, fuck this. <laughs> yeah i just like i get it and i'm like hey this will be like you know this will be this will be tasty this will give mm -hmm. me a little pep and i every time i have it i'm like this is this is icy this is chonky yes. in a way that i don't like yes. and i just wish it was a carl's jr milkshake for the calories yes. you know like right right so. right it's it's ice it's like ice crystals at the core with like the coffee milky stuff around it so right. yeah it just makes you wish it was a milkshake because like a slushy, a slurpy. I can deal with the fact that like the balance gets thrown off as I'm drinking it, and it's sure. just ice left behind. But when it's a coffee drink, it's it's like that that balance is too fucked up. It's like now I just feel like I'm drinking like the weakest coffee that's ever been brewed and then left out for. How does it hours. stack up against a culotta from Dunkin'? I think it's similar. I may, like, you know, is it equally frustrating? Because I feel like you know everybody's kind of it, it ends up being a lot of frozen water in the end of the day. It sounds like what we are looking at is trying to move away from the frappe yes. and towards milkshake territory with these drinks. You know, I am not a, I have, I have not a Dunkin' guy. I, uh, um, I grew up on the West Coast, so Dunkins are Dang. kind of a new thing you know for me in the in the landscape and i moved recently and there's there's a close duncan and i've just never liked it i i, I can't find anything that i like there i i kind of want to join the east coast people and their like enthusiasm for duncan cuz i think it's very sincere i think it's very adorable and i want to like I, I don't know i want to share that because i do love donuts but it's every time i've gone to duncan it sucks and i don't i don't want it to i want get it to be good get that sour cream get that sour cream oh yeah donut yeah Okay. That's what Jack put me on to when we were I, I I'm like a all sour all sour cream cake donuts. I mean, yeah, I feel yeah, like that's it's it pretty hard to fuck up if you're have you only been to Dunkin' on the West Coast? And I'm not a Dunkin' apologist by any means, but No I've no no and I'm no, you're Duncan just a, apologist. A paid endorser. Uh, right. uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I I've had it out here a couple times and then I ha I've had it a couple times on the East Coast as like road trip airport. Right. Yeah. Like a road trip airport type stop. Yeah, I've heard people who are Duncan defenders in the marketing meetings we have with the Duncan people uh, tell me that you're supposed to that like they're like, well, it's different on the West Coast. And I think it's also like franchisee. And so like you can hit a really bad one, you know, that yeah. is just like, sure. Oh, yeah. So we would ask Jamie Loftus. I'm sure she can rank our West Coast Duncan. I like she's more in it for like the Duncan swag than. But I guess oh. she she also likes oh. the. Oh. I, that's not shade. Oh. That's not shade. I just feel like I don't. I don't want people. Uh, <laughs> all right, sorry, Jamie, to doubt your. I don't know. Your a, light, a bit of light ribbing podcaster yeah. to podcaster. <laughs> I think we can handle it. The internet, can't we? Uh, what's something you think is overrated? Ah, oh, there's a lot of things I think overrated. Uh, <laughs> Talib Kweli, but uh, oh, well. camping. Okay. I think camping's overrated. Are you a camper at all, or are you just... My wife is. Uh-huh. I just, I mean, principally speaking, I'm like, why would I leave a perfectly good inside 
to construct <laughs> a subpar outside. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? And like, and to the degree for which you enjoy camping is the level for which my subpar inside I constructed becomes like the inside I just left. I see. So I'm, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm okay. I'm a, this is a really comfortable sleeping bag. It's just like a bed. Well then what the fuck? Why don't I just stay in the bed? Then? You <laughs> right. know what I'm saying? So I'm like, you know, oh man, this, this, this tent is so warm. It's like walls. Okay. Why would I leave walls to go to like walls? You right. know what I'm saying? I got a fire pit outside in my backyard. I could cook over an open fire. That's fine. And then go sleep in a temperature controlled place. I just, there's bears like right. with there's yeah. mosquitoes. I got to spray myself down with chemicals so I don't get bit or I could just stay inside. I don't understand yeah. why everybody is so in love. We figured the Neanderthals figured out that it's better to be inside. Right. Right. Exactly. So I'm just yeah. like, this shit is overrated. Like you spending <laughs> so much money to make what you already got. Right. Does, does it have anything to do with being growing up in the city? Being I think it has a lot to do with that because I'm the I feel the same like I like going it's like fun for like a the first time like oh it's okay that was cool but I'm like but for real like nah I, there's a lot of shit I need days in, in yeah I like I'll hiking go, I'll go out for like a day I'll go exactly I'm like the outside is beautiful don't get me wrong mm. like you know what I'm saying nature's amazing you know what I'm saying but I'm like I gotta sleep out here like mm. that's ridiculous, you know? Yeah. So yeah, like we go to like our little staycations. I go to Joshua Tree, you know what I'm saying? We go have a great time out there and then go to a nice Airbnb. There you go. Yeah. Inside. Yeah. Inside. Yeah. I think it's the it's it's, it's funny. The city yeah. Boy. Just growing up in the city too. Like I loved whenever I could go, like anytime there was a field trip to nature, I was like, Oh, this is fucking dope. Like yeah. it's so different than just the fucking valley and shit. Mm -hmm. But then after a while, like, I think as you kind of get set into your ways, it, yeah. it it got a little bit harder for me. But, you know, all that to say, I, I'd imagine maybe I could endure it. Like if I go to one of those places like, you know, fucking uh, the beginning of Big Little Lies. Yeah. Shit. You yeah. Know I mean, I you see, know, like what? that I, kind of shit, like Carmel. Yeah. Now that you surf. say it, I, I think there might be some like. Some like psychological trauma from childhood from feeling like. <laughs> Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like my dad, my father was a Black Panther, but he was like city boy, ladies man. Like I don't know how to change no oil. I ain't know how to like. Oh, right, right. I'm gonna work on cars. Like right. I don't know how to do none of this shit. So like I feel like since my father wasn't like these other dads who had tents and stuff like that, right. like you you low key feel like you know what I'm saying like you 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 less right. of a boy than the rest of the other boys. Oh yeah, see, so, I'm the same way. I came from yeah. a tentless home as well. Yeah, exactly. A tentless home. A yeah. tentless home. I was yeah. like, we ain't got money for that. Like, what you want to buy a tent? What is it for to sit in the garage? Right. Like, the hell are we gonna do with this? So, so yeah. So I feel like I remember, yo, I remember the first time I went fishing. Yeah. There was this family down the street, you know, just menly men had their boat, had their RV, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they went, so they went out uh to uh Ah oh, man, where was that? I want to say it was like Angeles Crest, so like in the, up in like La Crescenta. They went up there to like to go fishing, so I I got to go with them, and it's three boys, and I mean like Boy Scouts, right? So right, right. we went, and I remember they was fighting over who gets to throw the uh throw the anchor down. <laughs> so they were like, no, 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 no. Jason's our guest. We're gonna let him do it. So I threw the anchor down, and as it's going down, I realized I ain't tied to the boat. <laughs> so I'm watching the shit go I mean, all that's the way on them. Come on. Man. Yeah, I'm, yeah, but oh, I'm yeah, panicking. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm oh, panicking. Right. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, you know, so I don't say nothing, but they are, they, I, my, my back is to them, so they can't see this happening. And then as the boat's drifting, they're like, what happened? And I remember now as a father, like, how well... These boys' dads handled this. Like, they, wow. he was just like, Jason, did you tie the... And I was like, no. You know? You, and, uh, yeah, and he was did like... Did you tell me to tie? I know, right? That's what I should have said. Right, fuck off. But yeah, he, I wish I, had, I wish I had the balls to do that. But nah, he was like... And the boys are like all biting their tongue because they was like, we told you not to let him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. right? right. So, so they're like, it's okay. It's, it's boys. <laughs> It's okay. Right. We'll just go get another one. We'll have to pay for right. this and we'll just go get another one. Come out. So I cost them like 
50 bucks in a couple hours, you know, but like after that, I was like, I'm never getting on another damn boat See, again. There like, we go. Yeah. But, but we'll, let's, we'll create the space to allow that younger Jason to heal. Thank from you. That, I appreciate you know, it. Because it wasn't your fault. You know, yeah. they didn't fucking train you and then they, they want to throw you me. in the mix like that. The fuck you know what I'm saying? They thought they was doing something good. You know, we don't take the, take the kid, take the poor kid out fishing. The only time yeah. uh, we ever camped when I was a kid with my family was uh, when they were painting the inside of our house and we couldn't <laughs> sleep in our room. And so they set up a tent. We borrowed a tent from the neighbors and put it in our backyard. And that was uh, that was fucking dope. That was that was See, the most me, fun thing you can do. That sounds fun. Yeah, it was fun. And then I went in because I was like, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> so I slept on the couch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> same thing with me. First time I camped in my backyard and my dad was like, fuck, like, because he was like, you really want to do this? I'm like, I don't know. It, it, we just watched that movie Congo where they just threw those pop tents yeah. out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're like, they just threw the motherfucker out and it was a fully made tent. And I was like, right. we got to get on that wave. So this he, is dope. Yeah. One of one of the our neighbors had one, so we borrowed it. The tiniest <laughs> fucking tent, by the way. And uh, by by fucking, I remember ten like by ten o'clock, we got in there like at seven. I was like, I want to go inside. And he's like, Yeah, I was gonna. I was actually gonna wait for you to fall asleep, and I was gonna go <laughs> just drag your ass inside. <laughs> I played video games. I yeah. love that Congo made you want to go camping because yeah. Jaws made me want to go swim in the ocean and get eaten by a right. shark. Like when See, I was a kid, all like, up kids are so you. dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is uh, what's something you think is underrated? Plants. I love plants, man. I think plants. I have so many, so many plants, and I want more. And there's something I think. On this topic, it's there's something really powerful about having to wait for something, you know, especially on Twitter where everything is about the immediate likes. You're pulling down and refreshing like a freaking slot machine and everything's just you get everything right away. Uh, so I think there's something really powerful in slowly watering a plant, taking care of it, checking, checking the soil, making sure it's not dry and waiting for a month for that first sprout. And then propagating, taking the leaves and, and soaking them in water so that they can sprout new roots. There's like something incredibly meditative about waiting, you know? So oh, I, yeah. I think <sighs> plants changed my life. It was because of COVID, man. Because COVID, I, I had to stay home like everybody else. And it drove me crazy. And I felt like I needed something to pull me away from the screens because I was going from tiny screen to medium screen to, to big, big screen to <laughs> medium <laughs> screen to small screen. Just right. on loop. So I needed yeah. to I needed like an activity in my in my city environment where there's really not a lot of space. So I needed something to do, and uh, I joined like this plant club where they gave you a bunch of free plants, and that like mm. really it hit me, man. It was it hit me right in in like three seconds. I sat down, I I was just staring at it like the little seed, and, the, and waiting for it to pop out. And I was like, this is dope. Yeah, I want right. to do this all day, <laughs> just yeah. staring at dirt. Propagating, yeah. I got notes. I got notes on this plant. It's taken way too long. Uh, We need a little (laughs) bit more action up front. Uh, Maybe just a little tease. Just give me a little bit up front. (laughs) Where the LED lights on this plant? Right. (laughs) I don't know. Where's the smoke machine? I don't like this one. But yeah, I was. uh, We uh, we propagate in my crib Mm -hmm. because it's the second. uh, Like my mom, she loves succulents and stuff. And so when she first put us on to like, no, just lob it off. And get that thing going. And mm-hmm. then you can keep exponentially multiplying. And now we're like kind of addicted to it. Yeah. Like we got so many clippings soaking in water that like at a certain point, I'm like, what are we going to do with all these? But it is nice to like even the process. Yeah, there is some meditative aspect to it mm-hmm. because there is feedback. Like it's a, it's not a process devoid of feedback, but it takes time. And I think being able to sit within those like intervals without the feedback is mm-hmm you know, where the Zen comes in. Dude, I put it, I put a couple of leaves in some, some cups, some glass cups so I can wash the roots and uh wifey, it was like her favorite cup. So she took it and put it in like this plastic uh, cup that you can't see through. And I flipped out. I was like, what are you doing? I need to see the roots. I need to see the roots. Right. I have to see what's going on. I need the feedback. So I'm still addicted, but uh, yeah, I'm working on it. The best is when you see a leaf coming out and you're like, oh, this motherfucker about to unfurl on this. Oh, man. Oh, like, yeah. Go on. Go on then. That just hit me in the your brain. fucking leaf wings now. <laughs> I just got a shot of dopamine when you said that. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because, yeah, my partner should be like, yo, 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 yo. 
Like it's going <laughs> to happen either today or tomorrow. And you're like, oh, as you can see, it's busting. It's trying to bust open. Oh, come on now. Do your thing. That was the... The horniest description of plant life that I've ever heard. I'm not going to lie. We have a bird <laughs> of paradise. Bust all over I'm the place. Exact, it's, look, it's, it is a little erotic because we had right. a bird of paradise where the, you know, like the, when the flowers come out, they undulate with all this fucking energy <laughs> and color change and stuff. You know what I mean? And you're like, yeah. oh, this thing, because it has to, you know. It, Miles it is getting flowers, gross, it man. It blossoms. This is, this is, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm making my next court appearance, undulate 3000. Und- yeah, undulator 3000. <laughs> what was that? song by that like kind of electronic oh tessellate that's what it was not Mm. undulate (laughs) but it was like all right that was a weird way to describe sex but yeah i i really like the point about time like mixing up the things you're interacting with the living things you're interacting with and like the timeline they're on like Mm -hmm. that they that that just like slows you down a little bit like and if you have a relationship with something that moves at the pace of like days as opposed to you know seconds mm-hmm. uh that's cool that's cool i hadn't really thought about it that way you get some plans man yeah i should <laughs> uh yeah fortunately we've, uh, we've been saying that for a long time amen you know <laughs> yeah well there's the really i've been order. saying hey let me grow weed in your garage you're not using it <laughs> yeah. uh benny keeps right. saying no but you know whatever the point remains <laughs> you know you should get you should get into plans the electric company is starting to pay attention, Miles. I just I say. said I'll bring Jenny's <laughs> and I got the carbon filter so your neighbors won't even know it smells and I'll insulate the roof of your garage so if the cops come through looking for the heat, you know, mm-hmm. markings knocking down overhead, the power grid, they're not going to know. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And so there's there's a trend happening on Tinder. So I've obviously noticed it, but I think a couple other people uh, <laughs> have noticed as well that ever I since the, the news, <laughs> ever since the news of Bill and Melinda Gates uh, breaking up, there there's been a uh, a lot of Bill Gates accounts popping up, and apparently it's not just because Bill Gates is like super horny. It's yeah, uh, yeah, scammers. I think everywhere, just like them breaking up has just created all kinds of internet jokery of all yeah. kinds of, of shenanigans. So Tinder, they've, uh, they were asked, you know, like, what's going on with this? Do you think like there's a lot of people trying to impersonate Bill Gates? They said, like, we don't have all the data specifically as it relates to Bill Gates fake accounts. But they basically said, but trust us when we say this. You will not be able to successfully impersonate Bill Gates for too long because there's like apparently a few steps that they have to say. So if you want to verify your profile, at first, you got to scan your face with like facial recognition software so it will match the pictures. There's like, okay, so good luck with that. And then they're also reviewed and scanned for like any oddities before going live, apparently. And they said if someone did want to like flag it, then they could look and further verify. But they're saying it's. While some people may get through it, like by being clever about stuff, overall, more than likely, if someone does get to you saying they're Bill Gates, it probably won't be. But also, they're saying you might not even encounter Bill Gates. They're trying to clean up Tinder. Okay, we get it. Why? Why are people even doing that? That's my exactly. fucking. Like, that's my fun? major. My if it's like, who are you making laugh with that? Who are you fooling? Like, right. it's too much. There's too much emphasis put on on just being able to make someone look like an ass as a victory. Like right. if you're not saying anything or doing something in particularly funny, this all feels like just whack. Like let, starting a fire in a parking lot kind yeah. of shit. You it's, know what I mean? Where it's, it's like yeah, it's like the first thought of a joke, which is what if we what if Bill Gates is on Tinder and we made that and it ends there <laughs> yeah, and right. it's not funny after it's that. Like we because, impersonated a divorced man trying to get laid to other people. Like it's like. Right, and then you're like you're gonna like, oh, dude, I matched with my mom. What do I do? It's <laughs> oh, like, fuck. oh shit, I didn't, I didn't intend for any of this. Shit, but last yeah, night I had to dress up as Bill Gates and fuck my mom. <laughs> she was so into it. I feel so stupid. Is there some like cultural weird uh, urge to impersonate Bill Gates? Because there was also that Bill Gates impersonator on Nathan for you, who was like, yeah. didn't look like Bill Gates at all, but was like still like, yeah, I'm a real. Real Gates. Yeah. <laughs> Who I ran into at the supermarket and I yeah. made him take a picture with me when yeah. I saw him. I th- yeah, he, and he was wearing his like Arkansas Razor because he's a big Razorbacks fan, if you remember the Nathan Free episode. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what the 
what they would do, even if you got that far, I think it's just like much in the same way that people were just doing like screenshots of like DMs from Bill Gates trying to pretend he was like hollering at people. But <laughs> it's just an internet joke that but, ends but, the second it becomes real. But Bill Gates is not on Tinder. Yeah. First right. of all, we know we know an exclusive dating app exists called Raya. We, right. That means that there's 10 we don't know about. <laughs> like, right. right. Exactly. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. B- there are some that Bill Gates... Bill Gates just might have more opportunities than the rest of the world is my guess. And yeah. I think that has something to do with why his wife wanted to get divorced, because it seems like you're saying him palling around with Jeffrey Epstein uh, in terms of being like, you know, these people don't move nor- like normal people. Uh, and you see, oh, right. They buy whole islands where they have their trafficking people and they go on their private jets there. So Melinda Gates has had an issue with Jeffrey Epstein and Bill Gates hanging out, apparently. Uh, the Daily Beast. <laughs> my wife hates my friends. Why? Because you're always drinking and partying? No, because they're legendary pedophiles. <laughs> because I told you this guy's a sex crim, and he just made a plea deal and somehow got off, and you're still hanging out with him? So she said in since 2013... She has been warning Bill Gates about hanging around Jeffrey Epstein. She's like, because that story came out. She's like, (laughs) dude, stay away. What are you doing? This guy, this is like so fucking alarming. And then a former manager of the Gates Foundation then said that the relationships between the two men and other like employees of the foundation like started growing even after Melinda was like very unequivocal about being like, stay away. And then on top of that, apparently the divorce start, the divorce sort of exploratory conversations began in 2019 around the time this New York Times piece came out that was like outlining the successful people who Epstein was kicking it with, et cetera. And it also included this very specific line from that article, which may, I don't know if has something to do with her calling her lawyers up, but Few compared in prestige and power to the then world's second richest person, person, a brilliant and intensely private luminary, Bill Gates. And unlike many others, Mr. Gates started the relationship after Mr. Epstein was convicted of sex crimes. <laughs> <laughs> so then she started talking to her lawyers. Again, all of it is just, you know, anecdotal. So who knows if that's exactly what happened. But it seems like if you were getting warnings in 2013 and you still didn't, Heed them. Eesh. It's all very. Yeah, you got to change for your partner, especially if the change they're asking is please stop hanging out with pedophiles. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, very, that's honestly, they're talking about the least you could do for a partner is that. Right. Uh, also, while we're just psychoanalyzing a billionaire's marriage uh, mm-hmm. from hip fire psychiatry from the three of us, uh, I got to say, wasn't there something interesting or to me, it kind of made Bill Gates even cool, Bill and Melinda even cooler. That he had carved out in their marriage. <laughs> he had carved out one weekend. The hall pass. Yeah. yeah, he had like a hall pass weekend to go to his beach house with his ex. With his ex. That's what's so fucking I know. Wild. I would be like, so I, I'd put the wording in that it could be up. anyone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, why Let's put it in the wording as anybody. Ex, <laughs> yeah. That's a weird legal <laughs> thruple you're in then yes. at that point. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's vividly this other person, but that's how that's some twenty more twenty first century marriage shit though, which is like you know, yeah. people know what they want, ask for it, and get it. And and Melinda's even like, dude, I've been letting you fuck a weekend. Now you want to go on a trip to an island with a temple? With the, and, oh no, I'm yeah, off right. with fucking <laughs> Malcolm I'm, Gladwell. Get the fuck off. That <laughs> right. I do wonder if she was waiting to like spring this for when he had like a PR fuck up like he did with the uh say like coming out anti uh lifting the patents uh, on yes. on the vaccine like if she was just like all right I know I want to get rid of this fucking asshole but like I need I there need to, to wind be in like my sales. right I need just like a little foothold so I can build up the momentum of oh yeah I remember this shit where he like carved out a fucking thing with specifically his ex or remember like this weird eyes wide shut like sex thing that he was involved <laughs> with or right it's kind of like the uh, the like it's weird when you're a celebrity in such a high-powered relationship like you have to think of the pr around divorcing you're like okay he's gonna fuck up and then i'm gonna strike whereas like when you're a normal person you're like all right if this fool gets super drunk again at this party we're breaking up <laughs> right. like that's like the normal person version of this being like but then you gotta line up as friends so like if he doesn't release those patents i will divorce him. <laughs> it does feel like it does feel a little like sh- the straw that broke the camel's bag too where it's a little bit like 
look, I let you do this fucking thing. I let you fucking the Epstein shit has been right. bothering me, and now you are like now we're bad guys because you won't fucking send vaccine yeah. like, components nah. to India. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. here, Bill. How much more money do we need? What do you need a third beach house to fuck your high school girlfriend? <laughs> <with? Yeah. laughs> You know, I didn't have a girlfriend in high school. (laughs) Hence the Epstein thing. (laughs) You know, Microsoft was a a terrible nickname I was given by my fellow classmates. (laughs) (laughs) I even fucking hate the the fact that, like, the New York Times, like, brilliant luminary when describing him and the fact that this is, this is like a royal divorce. This is, like, front page news everywhere. It's like, fucking acquainted or depend on their fun. It's so weird. No one can just speak directly. Like, right. Well, yeah, yeah. We're so obsessed with rich people, too, that it's like there's no need for Bill Gates to be a celebrity. Like, there's right. no need for us to talk about him, but we're obsessed. And can you th- do we think partially is Melinda sees what happens to Bezos's ex? Where Oh, I think so. Yeah. She's like, let's get a divorce. And he's like, OK. And she's like, distance herself from a guy who's rapidly becoming a vil- uh, even more of a villain. Right. And she gets to be- go from uh, married to the richest person to being like the third richest person in the world. Right. Right. Just and by I'm saying, just, yeah. fuck this. Yeah. And Melinda's truly like- being t- like using philanthropy to like really differentiate yourself, because I feel like Mackenzie <laughs> Bezos has been doing a lot of like weird surprise, like money she, drops she, on people. She's been doing some crazy aggressive shit that no one seen. like she's like picking a small thing and overloading it with like a billion dollars or something. Right. It's like, hell yeah, let's try yeah. fucking everything. Willy Wonka, that shit. Yes, you know. Bezos just stewing. He's like, this is what you're doing with the hundred billion you got. Yeah. Me? And he's, but don't you think like, it's weird that it hasn't been picked up more? Like, shouldn't that be a... I, I do just wonder if that if that's like a... Again, like similar to the Washington Post. Right, exactly. <laughs> like he's a fucking he runs every like these guys run everything. So of course it's like a Yeah. What Washington company does Post. every every journalism website rent their servers from? Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Most likely every single one of them is Amazon. Yeah, if this podcast cuts out right now, you'll know why. You know what's happening. Yeah, yeah I'm like, yeah, fuck Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> you leave Epstein out of this. <laughs> I was saying Bezos but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah somebody needs to also do They won't do it but some Non-mainstream journalist needs to do The app equivalent of Eyes Wide Shut Like whatever Oof. that is That's there Like uh, I'm sure a hacker has that somewhere. Bad, bad thing. <laughs> Very well Well paid <laughs> hacker uh, Let's talk about anti-maskers. They now are afraid of people who have been vaccinated because anti-maskers and anti-vaxxers are basically uh, it's one circle now. A circle, yeah, no longer Venn diagram. Yeah. yeah, but now they are like there's some conflict there because now the anti-maskers want a mask to st- keep free of the vaxxers germs. I yeah. guess. Well, because yeah. they're they're so caught up on this modified RNA, their their fundamental misunderstandings of vaccines and even the mm-hmm. technology of this specific one has sent them into this other world in which they're certain they're like, you know, this is just to make you infertile and things like that. So right now they're saying, quote, vaccinated will shed certain proteins onto the unvaccinated who will then suffer adverse effects as well. Uh, which is the shedding will cause irregular menstruation, infertility and miscarriages. And again, this was all part of like motivating some people to not get it. And now influencers in the anti-vaxxer community are warning their followers to social distance. Okay, and on a live stream, one of these, uh, you know, whatever conspiracy theorists was saying, telling them, imploring their viewers say to stay away from somebody who's had these shots forever. Because we right. don't know how long they can be a threat to us. Another uh, anti-vaxxer conspiracy theorist said he's a New York uh, pediatrician and conspiracy theorist because you also want your pediatrician to be a conspiracy theorist. Oh, I think everyone God. knows that. He was saying that vaccinated people should, quote, have a badge on their arms that say, I've been vaccinated, even though it's not a vaccine, so that we know to avoid them on the street, to not go near them anywhere in society. And I'm like, Hell this yeah. is kind of cool. Yeah. Let's let them yeah. let them wear okay. a mask. Let them stay yeah. the fuck okay. away from us. Like, and like oh, right, you want me at... to shed on you? You better back the fuck up. They're doing the thing that we like felt like we shouldn't be doing. Technically, is like making them wear something to like avoid them because yeah. they could still have COVID nineteen. Like, so they're just doing that 
that work for us. Yeah, like. the pretzel, like the mm-hmm. brain pretzel you got to get into to make that work rather than something as simple as, hey, uh, viruses come out your nose and mouth, so you should cover your nose and mouth. That seemed real simple to me. But all right. this rigmarole you got to do to get to like my my skin cells are going to shed and the like, proteins will. I, that's then, so much work, bro. Like, yeah, God, dog, that's so much work. Yeah. Right. But what's interesting, there's like a, a new thing I was reading from some MIT research researchers who are sort of infiltrating these groups just to mm. kind of study them like empirically. Mm. And they're yeah. saying like their respect for like empiricism is really something like they really, mm. they really try and use the same methodology of accepted science to sort of even navigate like their own conspiracy theories. Yeah. So it's this really weird interest in science, but it's coming from the fucking worst angle and the worst set of ideas to start off with. But That's so yeah. weird, man. The whole thing yeah. with this though, too, this, this sort of idea of, sh- of shedding and the fear of that has gotten to the point where others are talking about how they should quarantine vaccinated family members. There was a school in Miami that was even prohibiting of like vaccinated teachers from interacting with students. The mask thing is still up in the air though, because a- apparently right now the shedding debate is like the yeah. new hot ticket item where they're using to, you know, justify their fear or whatever. I, I just feel like, man, some people just need a culture war. Like you right. just got to turn right. everything into a culture war. And it's, it's, it's exhausting, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just like this, this new turn to me, like I was finally like, usually you're just like, what, why, what? This one, I was like, man, I'm tired, man. <laughs> like, man, right. come on, y'all. Come yeah. on, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know anybody died from polio? Yeah, me neither. Right. right. You know why? For good reason. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't know nobody with smallpox, scurvy. Right. Like, you know anybody with rickets? Like, no. <laughs> I just, I, like, why is it so hard, man? Like, why everything got to be a war? Why everything got to be a war? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's. Because I think on some level, you know, like it just plays into people's psychology or their own personal history where like they've just become contrarian throughout their lives. And this because I look at even people who before who started veering in this direction, even people in my own family who before were just like the trippy family member, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, oh, you know, like uh, this is my secret. I I eat the I have these herbs to stay. healthy. Yeah, 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 yeah. 90s and shit. And now they're kind of on this like, (laughs) you think masks work? And I'm like, oh, fuck. Uh, I mean, it's, it's like the, sort of like a yeah. it's definitely like a personality trait because I would have never sure. pegged them for that because they're very intelligent. But yeah. again, this is something we've discussed, too, like with cult members, like intelligence can kind of fuck you up, too, because you can really yeah. can convince yourself that you're what you're saying yeah. is fact. Yeah, man. The 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 yeah, the, like the unraveling of like the baseline of reality that you've set up, if that unravels, it's like only chaos can be on the other side of this. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? It, but, but like those of us who've been through certain, lived a little, been through metamorphoses that are like, you you can't be afraid of that cliff, you know? So once right. you jump over that cliff and you're like, oh, okay, it's fine. You know what I'm saying? The world didn't blow up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember I, you know, I came from like any other black person from LA, we went to church, you know what I'm saying? So I like, first time I had like, <laughs> you know, premarital sex and God didn't rip the roof open and strike my naked body with lightning. You know what I'm saying? That you're just like, I oh, guess, oh, huh. okay. Uh, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right. So now I get to decide like, what kind of man am I going to be? You know what I'm saying? It's not, not for fear of, you know, immediate destruction. You feel me? So I just right. think like when that reality unravels, you know what I'm saying? And I, I, I honestly think, like you said, like it had nothing to do with it got nothing to do with intelligence. But like to me, it's like that fear of the unraveling. You know what I'm saying? Like you have you ain't never looked into no abyss, you know, right, right. And, and was willing to walk into and you realize, yo, it's, it's Narnia, right. bro. Like you right. can go through the looking glass and it's fine. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You might jump yeah. off the cliff and realize you could fly. Nigga, I can fly. You know what I mean? Rather than thinking <laughs> yeah. it's going to just come bringing you splat down on the ground. That yeah. part of that is the the growth you experience is going into the unknown. And, yeah, and, you, you know, know and like, experiences. and being willing to be wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, then, and I think that that, like, that's another thing that I feel like what happened in that world is like, man, you just, yo, take the L. Like, you could, like, it's no problem being like, you know what? I used to think this about masks. Turns out. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, just. Right. 
it's cool to be wrong. Like it's I would be like, I thought, look, I was I was fucked up on uh fucking loose change in like coming out yeah. of college, and you know, to then I was like, well, yeah, maybe I can like I could I could let go yeah. of some some weird conspiracy theories and shit yeah. like that. Yeah, but totally. It definitely takes a moment too, where you got to be able to say. Oh right! I, everything that I believe doesn't have to be real. In fact, yeah, this is a very this is a process of like sorting yeah. through ideas and yeah. ideologies and figuring out like what is best for me. Yeah, but hey, you know, there's just too much. There's too much know? information. It's the it's the I th- I feel like this is the combination of the fact that you know there's no authoritative source that everybody agrees on. This is where you get your information from. Yeah, so there's just everything is a source of information right. and then yeah. that combined with the american psychology of being allergic to collect collectivism and needing mm. something to differentiate yourself from other people to make you feel special to make you feel like you're like a tiny uh version of harry potter where you're like the one who so uh was always it like who was chosen to know this Hidden information like yeah. America, I think America has become increasingly reliant on those sorts of things psychologically as mm-hmm. things like social, like people stopped going to church, people stopped yeah. going to bowling leagues, people mm-hmm. stopped getting to know their neighbors. Uh, and now it's like we need to not just believe that we are perfect, like individuals who control our own destiny, but that we're yeah. like special, uh, magical individuals who right are more the most important and the world secretly revolves around them. It's kind of like that too, that mentality. I was talking to somebody over the weekend about how like when you're younger, your personality is more defined about with like what you're not fucking with. Yeah. Not necessarily what you're interested in. It's mostly defined about what you reject. Yeah. And like that's a very beginning phase of identity formation is like, yeah, I'm not fucking with it. Oh, fucking uh, that cartoon no that's for babies you know yeah. what i mean like, that's the mentality yeah. and that's the same show oh wearing masks uh-uh that's yeah. for fucking sheep like right that's not a that's not a way to navigate this nah. this uh, yeah. event in your life that's is to be like i'm man. not fucking with it to the side yeah. with it <laughs> no because then when you think about when you hit like middle school and you got to find your like what I like to call your er like i'm a skater i'm a rapper i'm a right 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 you got to find mm-hmm. your er and then it's I, I going along with your example. Some people never like, oh, I don't fuck with rap. I'm with this. You know, if you don't never mature out of that, you know what I'm right. saying? Whereas like I left that in eighth grade. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like these rules are not hard and fast. Like I I can like Nirvana. Like what's right. What's wrong with me liking Nirvana? You know what I'm saying? But that that next thing, you're right. That next evolution of like forming your your this, your sense of self to where you're like, yo, these categories are made up. They don't have to be this way. Yeah. And my importance as an individual is it's not a zero sum game. You know what I'm saying? That like if I if I allow myself to be a part of the collective community, you know what I'm saying? That that somehow or another takes away from my individualism. Yeah, that's like you gotta like Yeah. Yeah. You're not yeah, you're not seeing the whole picture at that point. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then and then it's like what's crazy is like how you how you how you kid yourself with this idea of like you're saying, like, I need my nose to be more special. Like I'm America is Earth's special little guy, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I am the special little guy in America, right? right? I don't, I think for myself, but yet you still are a part of a herd and that herd is called anti-vax. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, right. you still join in the tribe. You know what I'm saying? You're still in it's a like, crew, yeah. It's you're still a, in a yeah. crew, you know? Some so, Ronin with like your own code, the true like untamable. Yeah. Do your own research. That's the thing they all say now, which just means like you, you have to like go to untrustworthy yeah. sources. I'll do it how, like, like I've been doing it. I'll yes. go to the the, the experts <laughs> as a who former have... <laughs> as a former ninth grade teacher. I can tell you, none of these fools know how to research. Right. <laughs> so, oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have. You would have all failed my class. Like this is not. This ain't a research paper, fam. That's a meme. Did you check this source, cuz? Like you can't. This source. Did you? Did are you? Did you look for any dissenting voices? Do this over. Do this but, paper uh, over. But Arthur's yeah. balled up fist represents the anger <laughs> yeah. of the antebellum plantation owners ready to right. knuckle up against the North. Where that's what you got? All right, let's see. I'm give right. you another Look, shot, here's bro. the timeline. John Brown, then you got the Arthur fist. Okay. <laughs> right. Then you got that SpongeBob meme where they're looking out the window and they're having yeah. fun. <laughs> so seriously, so that's what it is. 
<laughs> you're just trying to brainwash me, teacher. Right, right. I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. Cool. I feel like people are, you know, did you guys ever have friends who would stop liking a band once other people started liking them? Oh, yeah, or stop liking a musician yeah. once other people started liking them? I feel like that's how people are now with like news sources. Yeah. Like that's just too, that's too mainstream. Too, mainstream. too many people <laughs> respect it. Let's, right. Uh, yeah. It's like to the point I where I like, fuck with Alex Jones. That's like sometimes when you hear people like, man, I only fuck with this kind of music or whatever. And you're yeah. like, no, this person's kind of at the top of their game. You're like, nah, fuck that. Fuck you don't that. want to this other person that's trash, and I'm like, yeah. that's a, that's not a really good comparison. Like, I call it this- the Chance the Rapper effect because it's like <laughs> everybody liked him when he was the People's Champ. He was touring the world with a mixtape. Then the guy actually succeeds. He lands a record deal, gets married, has some children. It's like, ah, oh, he sold out. Like, yeah, yeah. You mean it worked? Like, right. it's, it, worked. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. You know? Also, like, I'd hate to tell you about his family backstory too. If you, yeah, if you're doing this kind of myth building in your mind. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, all right. Let's take another quick break. We'll be right back. Do you guys give a shit about the Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather fight at all? Of course I do. I lost hundreds of <laughs> dollars on that. Brody and I have yet. been going to boxing classes just to get ready for this. <laughs> the sweet science. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I want to see Floyd Mayweather beat the fucking brakes off. I just want to see yeah, him get humiliated so bad. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'll even be able to watch it because I want to see that happen so bad. But didn't he, didn't Jake Paul like FaceTime or something recently with Donald Trump or someone like that? Yeah, over the weekend, I think he hollered yeah. at him. Yeah, they're straight up like they're you know just whistling, yeah. coded. Like he's the Aryan, he's the great white hype. Totally. He's the great white hype about to fight Floyd Mayweather. That's <laughs> that's how they're billing it. The, so like that their little tussle they had was fucking. I don't know if that was real or not, but mm-hmm. I mean, Floyd uh, his brother pissed. Jake Paul looked a little shooketh. Yeah, he came out of it with a black eye, but he was like, it wasn't. It wasn't the uh, Floyd didn't hit me. It was his bodyguard. So uh, I won. Um, but like, <laughs> even when you look at like the rhetoric that he was using. Like Jake Paul came up like they, Floyd Mayweather and uh, his brother were on stage and Jake Paul came up and was like, your shoes aren't tied, dude. It's like, wait, what are you like a 60 year old fucking <laughs> like you an old Vietnam white principal vet? at what the inner the city fuck high school talking about? Hey, your um, pants are sagging. Right. And then tried to like, so, hey, your mother lets you leave the house. <laughs> Sticks and stones can't break my bones. Yeah. <laughs> but these fists will. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let's let's hope they do. It's yeah. It's uh, if there's, I mean, I mean, fuck Floyd Mayweather too on certain. Oh yeah, like a horrible, atrocious human. It's just like that's why I'm like fuck. uh, I don't know the amoeba versus the parasite. Like okay, yeah. I but I definitely want the noisy dude. They're both noisy, but (laughs) if there's something. You you want to see the guy who was out here being like, yo, I'll fucking fight anybody. Like, mm-hmm. learn what it means to fight somebody who's, like, undefeated professionally. I want to see even a third though... guy get in and beat up both of them. <laughs> right, right after. Yeah. Like, right after the fight when they're drained, Kimbo Slice comes back from heaven. <laughs> right. And just knocks him the fuck out. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the new Cola Wars, the uh, Hard Seltzer Wars. They are upon us. There is a lot of lobbying money flying around with seltzers at the moment we talked about in a like, few weeks ago about how like white claw had like their new like surge level like right. fucking white claw that had like more alcohol or whatever but a lot of this has to do with like new players entering the game so first of all white claw the seltzer shit is not a flash in the pan as no. i i mean i was like okay this was this is cool i'm sure like it'll level off they did they upped their sales by 160% in 2020. And it's not even just because people were at home more. Like they they did over 4 billion in sales. They did 2.6 billion the year before, like overall yeah. in the market for seltzers. And they're now got nearly 10% of the beer category. And what's that's doing is creating a lot of ripple effects. The first one is that craft beer brewers are now all having to make seltzers because hmm. they're they're looking at analysis and they're like, Seltzers are going to take over the craft beer segment. Like they're going to be a bigger segment than craft beers. Mm. So you have people like Stone who does Stone IPA and all these other like craft brewers getting in the fucking seltzer game because they can't miss the fucking wave. And isn't the goal of a seltzer to like taste like nothing? 
So, like, what is that? They're going to be like, ours tastes extra like nothing. Well, like see, the memory of essence a of dark cherry. Right. Yeah. yeah, essence of nothing called Father's Promise. <laughs> it's this like, but they're, the way Stone is doing it is they're putting it in a glass bottle. Like they're thinking, like they're mm. trying to fuck with consumers. I mean, it's like glass, clear bottle, not the fucking slim can. Like we want to show people that it's clear. We want to show people like, and give it this like, it's called like Buena Vida or some shit. So they're right. really trying to sell you on this healthy life shit. Um, but it's not just them. There was a, a letter that was being written by the head of Boston Beers who makes Sam Adams. And they also make head of Boston Beers. <laughs> head of Boston, head of Boston, Boston Beers. Beers. That's how he Guys, starts every letter. we got to get organized. We've got to get organized. These ready to drinks. They're going to fucking, they're going to, they're going to get us all fucked up, bro. So they're trying to get organized or because the spirit makers are now like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. People, seltzers on the come up. Well, what the fuck? We should be there right. too because I think yeah. a lot of people think of seltzers already as a quasi like vodka soda type drink right. in the can. Yeah, they're uh they're built on a lie. They they right. claim to be like seltzer with or like I think people assume they are seltzer with vodka in it, but it's actually like a malt liquor. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Which brings us to the lobbying. So the reason they have to do that is for taxes, right? They it's, right. it's taxed differently if it's a malt malt liquor versus a spirit because of prohibition. Thank you for mm. that. Uh, temperance movement and the whole thing with the like the lobbying is around they're arguing saying that we need to change the tax codes actually because it's the same abv and that used to be sort of part of the logic and we shouldn't by like it's blurring the lines now with these seltzers that they feel like we should be able to hop in no problem and we can use spirits now to turn these up and it's turning into like not even like federal level but even like local level where states that have like you know, monopolies on selling certain alcohols, mm-hmm. they're even being lobbied too to like consider their, you know, their whatever, their rules, their regulations. Consider so the wild. poor vodka bottlers, won't you? Yeah. Um, what will Smirnoff do? Because I think Crown Royals like already in the game and they're, yeah. they're doing well. So oh, snap. just a interesting thing to watch all these treats turn into like momentary, like meme drinks. And now yeah. just being like, nah, because, the other thing, too, is they point in, in this article in the Daily Beast was about how a lot of people like certain drinks were fads because people just would drink something because that was the thing to drink. Like mm-hmm. IPAs were very popular because people were just really, I don't know, we're in the IPA era. So mm-hmm. we just drink right. IPAs. And now yeah. um, so many of those consumers have shifted to seltzers because they're just sort of on the same thing. of Like I drink what's kind of what of, of the moment. Right. And now I think the they're really trying to hit them with the health thing. Right. I like a yeah. real hoppy seltzer, you know, yeah. one that just really <laughs> fucks Actually, up you would your like, sinuses. A, a Japanese drink called hoppy with oh, no yeah. alcohol, uh, and like it's a you add like shochu to it when you eat like an old, like an old man like yakitori or like izakaya type place. That sounds sick. I mean, it's I'm all delicious. for seltzers, even in the bottle, as long as they put a little marble at the top and you can play with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an <act> drink. Yeah. <laughs> oh man but yeah let us know if you're still on that seltzer train you know because i definitely saw i saw the wave die pretty quickly like in my friend group yeah i don't know because i nah i feel like the the kids who are raised on soda you know what i mean i think seltzer has a strong influence on them oh yeah 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 so i feel like they'll stick around for a while at least comfortably um but i wonder what's going to be the next thing after that like do you guys ever see like gin coming back or something? <laughs> like, I don't think so. <laughs> right. Let's talk about the Noid real quick. I don't know if you guys might. Were you too young to have I avoided to it remember completely. the Noid? You did. Congratulations. Uh, that was the goal. <laughs> I had that the Nintendo game. Oh yeah, yeah. So his whole deal was Domino's uh, spokes mascot that mm. would he was an antagonist. Uh, so it wasn't, it was no Ronald McDonald here, more, more Hamburglar than Ronald McDonald. He would try and disrupt delivery of pizza when like pizza delivery was a new, uh, concept. Yeah. And the thing they were trying to, this is kind of amazing. The thing they were trying to like communicate to people is that, uh, your pizza, like what Domino's was the only place that could avoid like this character who ruined pizza deliveries. And like one, one of the problems that people 
kept having with pizza delivery is the pizza would arrive smelling like smoke. Uh, which is so fucking gross. Like ciggy smoke? Yeah, cold and smelling like cigarette smoke because like people would just, you know, the delivery person would just be hacking butts on the way over. Right. Uh, mm. Taking his sweet ass time. Also, <laughs> uh, I, I always bring this up anytime or early pizza deliveries mentioned, but the movie E.T., they don't understand how pizza delivery works yet. And <laughs> they give him money to go to the end of his driveway and tell him to get them a pizza with lots of uh, pepperonis on it. So when they wrote that movie, they thought pizza delivery was someone driving around with an oven in their car and like just had all the oh, pizzas. Like ice cream man? Yeah, they just thought you, they had all the pizzas in the car and like you went out and told them what, what was on the thing. I'm just imagining like an Italian man like driving a car and then right. also checking his pizzas at the same time. Yeah. And like the the car is very like poorly built and cumbersome. Yeah, so like if he right. takes a corner too hard, like it'll just flip over. It has to be that whimsical. Oh, and no. then E.T. comes out. It's like yeah. one with a lot of wait, they were asking E.T. to get the pizza? No. Miles. Oh, Who got the pizza? Drew Barrymore? What uh no, it was like the teenage, <laughs> the older uh brothers' friends. Oh god. Who I who I picture is still being older than me, even though I think they're like thirteen. Right. And then uh, they're telling Elliot because he's like the. Right. They're playing uh, mm-hmm. D&D, which I think was also kind of groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. Damn, I haven't watched that movie with adult eyes since Classic. You know, ever. I think I the mean, last time I watched it, I was in high school. I learned about pizza delivery from movies too. And I learned that you could deliver a pizza to a sewer in New York. And they'll, <laughs> they'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> they'll slide it right under. Yeah. You're spraying to the storm drain, right? Or were they getting a manhole covered? I think it was a manhole because then he had to get like changed through like a grate or something. So it oh, was it was right. like a grate. Yeah. Has yeah. anyone ever tried to make a pizza that replicated just the even the consistency of the pizza from the Teenage Mutant Ninja oh, Turtles? Yeah. People uh, have tried. The, even the like cartoon, just sloppy. Wet yeah, the cartoon. It was cake. like slow, wet, and like it would like stick to your mouth. Yeah, from shit. like uh, all dogs go to heaven style animation pizza. Yeah, um, <laughs> right. yeah. Ch- uh, I I think Chuck E. Cheese um, got kind of close. Yeah, um, but not quite. Yeah, it's like if it, if your pizza cheese was all burrata, it's like yeah. so wet and like right, and the crust was just like a dish sponge. Yeah, yeah. or the Goofy Soaked movie. You remember the cheese from the Goofy movie? From yeah, that, dude. Yeah. Talk that's about how we started experience. our. That's how we started our pandemic was uh, a rewatch of the Goofy movie. Uh-oh. Uh oh. So, anyways, Domino's is trying to bring the Noid back. If you've never seen uh, the Noid, it's like he's wearing like red pajamas with like mm-hmm. weird floppy bunny ears on top, and so they they have a new commercial with the Noid disrupting a self driving Domino's delivery truck because mm-hmm. they want to be like whimsical about the fact that they're like robots rolling down the street replacing people's jobs yeah yeah Yeah. and he's also a mini boss in a crash bandicoot uh mobile game (laughs) would he just get out of jail or something (laughs) right (laughs) come back with the noise like i'm home (laughs) y'all so crash man let's collab on a fucking game Uh, dominoes man i'm i've I've paid my debt to society seven up dot come out of retirement yeah exactly one last we eating we eating Also, I was surprised to learn that uh, JM wrote this story for us, by the way. Shout out to JM crushing mm-hmm. it today. But he uh, pointed out that the Noid and the California Raisins, which were both like terrifying, but like somehow just uh, zeitgeist defining uh, creations, were both made by the same claymation artist, Will Vinton. Genius. Yeah, mm. Truly a genius. The reason that uh, the Noid went away and. They, there was also a Saturday morning cartoon called The Noids uh, that they almost dropped on the world that was just going to be a pizza commercial uh, disguised as children's entertainment. But the reason The Noid went away uh, was because in 1989, a man with a mental health condition who happened to be Ken, named Kenneth Noid took two employees hostage at an Atlanta Domino's uh, and believed that the company was basically antagonizing him with the character The Noid and owed him money. Uh, and his demands also included a private plane to Mexico and an extravaganza pizza. Uh, wow, and okay. so he's still brand loyal. Yeah. yeah. So eventually the hostages were able to escape and 
he surrendered um, and was found not guilty by reasons of insanity. But like that was that was it. They were just like it, like, it became like front page <laughs> right. news because it was such a strange. So story. he claimed noiditis. Yeah. He, cra- he claimed noiditis. Uh, wow. <laughs> and the headlines from the time, like, just reading oh, can't imagine how from, insensitive they are. Yeah. The LA Times, uh, one of the greats to ever do it. Pizza workers can't avoid noid. Held hostage oh. five hours. Um, <laughs> like, the fact that that's how they really wrote that shit is, is wild. But yeah, so uh, Jan was also pointing out that this is part of a like overall renaissance of dumb corporate mascots. Apparently Mm -hmm. like the generation like millennials for some reason have like affinity for them. 79% Mm -hmm. of American adults enjoy seeing brands use mascots. So we we can expect (laughs) to see old mascots be brought Because I feel like I love so many Gen Z kids like rock old promo shirts that have like old like old marketing shit is kind right. of like the the vibe for a lot of younger people. So I can see how bringing these like are kind of resonating on that. I mean, honestly, like Plus we had so many mascots back in the 90s. I mean, right. like in the 2000s, we only had Car Fox and like the general from that commercial. <laughs> Jared Car from Subway. Fox. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So in the 90s, we had everything. We had freaking like Busby. We had um <laughs> everything we had the hawaiian punch there was guy. like that oh the, no, he's the older right dude with the wavy hair the drawing yeah. for the sprite uh <laughs> thing there was the fucking coca-cola bears you know what I seven mean? up dot yeah <laughs> uh i mean even like i wonder if they're gonna bring back ronald mcdonald mcdonald ronald mcdonald uh, mm-hmm. as i call him uh and like his whole cast of characters they will eventually yeah Bring back Gromit. Make Gromit the face of McDonald's. <laughs> because yeah, why Grimace. Clown, clowns have oh, like... I thought they were, gonna, we were just bringing Wallace and Gromit over. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. Cool too. I mean, uh, out of the box thinking, but I like it. Uh, <laughs> I, Yeah, because I think children generally don't... Like, when I was a kid, I found clowns terrifying. My, my grandmother collected clowns. Uh, Oof. Also did not like me. My so, grandmother uh, did that, that too. My great grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was Despite like. Despite your cholerophobia. Yeah. yeah. And now my kids like just are agnostic. They're just like, I don't. What the fuck <laughs> is that? Why does that person have shit all over their face? <laughs> so, <laughs> What's wrong with that guy's face? What's all that shit on his face? Yeah. I'm a clown. What's wrong with your nose? Go to the doctor. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Sloppy ass makeup, man. Like, there's that sad <laughs> clown in uh, Toy Story 3. And they're oh, yeah. just like kind of just confused as to like what is <laughs> what his deal is they're like wait why is he not smiling why is he, okay whatever why does he look like that <laughs> so i yeah i think it's time to replace ronald with gromit <laughs> yeah <laughs> or sean the sheep one of the two call that yeah. ronald and gromit yeah <laughs> all right that's gonna do it for this week's weekly zeitgeist please like and review the show if you like the show uh, means the world to Miles. He he needs your validation, folks. Uh, I hope you're having a great weekend, and I will talk to you Monday. Bye.